Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror Is Home podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing the second episode of the Amazon Prime Video original series, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Last week, I did a discussion on the first episode, so check that out to get details on the story so far. I'll do a quick summary for the first episode, then take a break before we go into the plot, so here's a spoiler warning to come. In the first episode, we met Lynn, who was returning home after a year away at college. She comes back to town, and there's some obvious tension between her and her father. Back at home, she discovers a goat's head and a message written in the closet saying, I know what you did last summer. Flashback to the summer before, Lynn is at graduation party where she meets her friend group that consists of Margot, Johnny, Riley, and Dylan. We also meet Lynn's twin sister, Allison. The two sisters have an intense argument and go their separate ways. The friends join Lynn in her Jeep and take to the road. Amongst several distractions and all being intoxicated, they hit something. They get out and discover Lynn hit her own sister, Allison. The group debates on their options and ultimately decide to hide her body in a cave, waiting for the tide to wash her away. Riley believes she hears a breath as they're leaving, but says nothing. We see more of the argument between the sisters and discover that Allison took Lynn's jacket. So the friends got in the Jeep, thinking it was Lynn, but it was actually Allison, So Allison hid her sister, Lynn, and then they dumped her body in the cave. Fast forward a year later, and Allison is posing to be her dead sister. Now I'm going to take a quick break, and then we can talk about the second episode, gracefully titled, It's Not Just for Dog Shit. The second episode begins with a shot of Lynn dancing and then her running along the road the night that she was hit. Her sister Allison returns home and her father Bruce can tell it's her, not Lynn. She cries and the scene transitions to modern day with Allison in a room, startled by the bloody goat head in her closet. Her dad comes upstairs to check on her but is still calling her Lynn. She quickly shuts the door to keep him from seeing the cryptic message in her closet. Downstairs, a bloody body of a rodent is thrown through the window but it was just the hired groundskeeper, which the characters acknowledge that the woman is extra, but throwing the animal through the window, breaking it, it's very odd, and it seemed like they were very underwhelmed by it. So back to the night of the accident, Allison admits to her father what happened. She plans on turning herself into the police. Her dad stops her saying, I already lost one daughter tonight. I can't lose you too. Bruce says Allison's name, and she turns around. While drink in hand, he says, you can't turn. You're Lennon now. Allison ran away. She expresses her concerns that she won't be able to keep it up, and Bruce replies, You have to. Do you think her friends would be there for you if they knew? In present day, Allison goes out to meet up with Riley, Johnny, and Margot. While waiting in the parking lot, a black truck stops momentarily and then speeds off. Inside the school, she reveals the message to her friends that someone knows what they did. Johnny wants to go to the police, but everyone else refuses. There's immediate turmoil in the group, and they list Dale and Dylan as possible suspects. After the group separates, Johnny and Margot have a conversation where she apologizes for being bitter about Johnny going to a different college. In the parking lot is also Margot's security, Kyle. Allison arrives at a shop and sees the black truck that followed her, parked outside. There she sees Clara holding a basket. She was the woman we saw on the cliffside the night that they hid the body. 
She goes inside and talks to another woman, who turns out to be Dylan's mom, and she then goes out back to find him. She shows him the message, and his only replies, Yep, we're gonna get what we deserve, and says it's karma. Allison sees all the goats on the land and recalls the night he said, I'm sure it was a goat. After leaving, she is once again followed by the black truck. At home, Riley is waiting for her and wants to help clean up the mess in the closet. Meanwhile, during a conversation between Margot and Johnny, she implies the idea that Lennon put the goat's head there herself just for attention. Another flashback to Allison talking to Bruce about the accident. She starts to cut herself in order to match her sister's scars. She tells her dad, you didn't know her at all. She writes a note to make it appear as though she ran away. Her dad tells her exactly what to write down so that she, quote, doesn't seem sad because then people will try to find her to help. So instead, he makes her note come across as angry, that she didn't want to be home anymore and that she doesn't want her family. Johnny arrives at the high school to meet his fiance Eric. He walks in to see a puddle of blood dripping down from the floor above. He goes upstairs to see Eric is being crushed by weights. He tries to help him, but a trap is rigged, so he falls from the upper floor and a weight drops, crushing Eric's head. On the gym floor, Johnny attempts to cry out for help, but the assailant strikes his face as the scene cuts. Lynn is driving and receives two texts that says, I'm coming for you with a clown face. She slams on her brakes as she comes across the headless body of the goat. She screams. The rest of the group receives a video from Allison's number of Johnny's neck being chopped into repeatedly. In the grass lies Johnny's head. The episode ends there. I was glad we got to see more of the night of the accident. The story showed us how her father took the news of Lynn's death and that it was his idea for Allison to become her. The group reunited in the expected fashion, where they appear to have missed each other, but there's obvious hesitation and suspicion among them. Allison showed herself breaking out of character and acting more like herself around Johnny for a brief moment. I'm curious how long she'll be able to keep up the charade before the friend group finds out. For whoever is the killer, I can already see the possible motivations of each character. Dylan shows clear guilt and believes karma will decide. Riley comes across too quiet like she has something to hide, especially when the group talks about Dylan. Margo speaks of her downward spiral after high school and how she's getting back on track. Johnny is the only one who mentions justice for what they've done. There's also the possibility of the cult that was mentioned in the first episode that we can assume Clara has something to do with because we've seen her at the cave several times in both episodes. Lastly, the killer could be Allison as she's returned home feeling not good enough and an outcast. Or perhaps Lynn is still alive and wants revenge. That's it for today's discussion about the second episode of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Follow me on Instagram at, at Horrors Home and like the Horrors Home Facebook page. Let me know what you think of the show so far and what else you want to hear. Until next time, my name's Tyler and thanks for listening.